your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Golden Knights. Four special teams goals for the Golden Knights are not enough, as VGK suffers a 6-5 road loss in Anaheim last night. VGK dug a hole and never recovered. The Ducks were too fast to the neutral zone. Robin Leonard says that the team has to play better in every area, and the Golden Knights come in at 13th in the latest Locked On NHL Power Rankings. I have them at 15. I'm Tony Cardasco. Follow us at Locked On VGK or me at Tony Dasco on Twitter. Hear my show Saturday Sports Beat each week, 8 a.m. on 98.5 The Fan in Las Vegas and also on the Odyssey app. And you can hear me as well as a contributor on 1140 a.m. The Bet. We are brought to you by Stat Hero. Stat Hero is head to head. It's what daily fantasy should be one on one. Sign up now for a 100% deposit match at stathero.com slash hockey and use the promo code hockey. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. It's free and available on all platforms. It was hard to believe, but the Golden Knights had four special teams goals last night and still lost in Anaheim 6-5. Two shorthanded goals and two power play goals for VGK. Now, I've watched the Ducks the past couple of nights, and I can say that they are an entertaining and a fun team to watch. They are also much improved, and they are explosive. They are fast. There was a ton of open ice in the game. I felt the Golden Knights could not slow down the Ducks through the neutral zone, and that came back to bite them. That also led to odd man rushes and breakaways for yet another game. And Hampus Lindholm even scored a goal from the blue line in the contest. The Golden Knights put themselves in a hole, and they could never recover at the Honda center last night. As has been the norm for the past nine games in the oddest stat of all time, either VGK or an opponent has had a 2 to nothing lead. After a scoreless first period, Trey Terry and Ricard Raquel scored goals 205 apart in period two, and then we had a Will Carey, a breakaway goal that made it 2-1, to one. then Josh Manson perhaps off of Alex Petrangelo's skate, and the Lindholm goal followed by the Zach Whitecloud, Matias Yamark shorthanded goals, and and then the Jamie Drysdale empty netter. And then we had the icing on top of everything to make it just a one goal game. Riley Smith in the final seconds. He scores in a six on four. Wild game, six to five ducks. Remember when Mark Stone said earlier this week that the Golden Knights' power play is much improved, it's much better, since Max Pacioretty returned to the lineup? Stone said the power play unit looked the best it has all season long in its only chance against Edmonton on Saturday night. I set the number of power plays for the Golden Knights at three in my keys to the game. I listened as Peter DeBoer repeatedly stressed this week that VGK has to draw penalties by attacking zones and keeping the puck in the offensive zone. Attack the gaps, he kept saying. Last night, the Golden Knights went on the power play four times, and Max Pacioretty scored on one power play with the man advantage as Mark Stone set a screen in front of Anthony Stolarz and Pacioretty drilled the puck in net. And Riley Smith scored late with goalie Robin Leonard off the ice on the six-on-four power play, and 
you know, Max Pacioretty's playing very well with a ton of confidence since his return. It's a noticeable difference for VGK. He had the big shot that was blocked late with about a minute and a half to go by Lindholm of the Ducks, and that might have had a chance. And I could tell by the power play that it looked different as the Golden Knights put four shots on net during their first opportunity last night. For a minute in the game, the Golden Knights had as many shorthanded goals as power play goals on the season, with five before the power play kicked in. Zach Whitecloud and Matthias Janmark scoring the shorthanded goals for VGK. It was a scary moment for the Golden Knights as Mark Stone went hard into the end board and the replay showed that he hit his shoulder hard and he was sent to the locker room, but then Stone came back just a few minutes later. On that play, Stone was spun around on a roughing call on Derek Grant of Anaheim. I was surprised to see him back on the ice. It looked like he banged his shoulder very hard. I also wonder how much the puck that was deflected off of his skate hurt late in the game. The puck went over the boards. He has to be pretty sore today. I want to revisit my keys to last night's game and see how everything stacked up. I said be relentless with the forecheck and spend time in the offensive zone. I felt that VGK spent time in the zone, but the Golden Knights, I think, are just too finesse for my liking right now. They're just too finesse. No huge hits from McNabb, no other players to turn the momentum in the game around. And I said I am curious to see if VGK attacks the gaps and gets to the penalty box by spending more time camped out in the offensive zone. I felt that they did. The Golden Knights were on the power play four times. Get a lead and hold it. Didn't happen. And Pete DeBoer even said that his team did not play well in the scoreless first period. So they didn't start off well and they trailed once again two to nothing. Gotta slow down Anaheim through the neutral zone. Not a chance. The Ducks looked like the fresher team and they were playing the tail end of the back-to-back and they just moved the puck repeatedly. The battle of the blue line. Whoever gets the most scoring from its blue line could win. 3-1 to one defenseman goals in favor of Anaheim in the game. 3-1, to one, four goals by defensemen. And you have to like the way the Anaheim Ducks join the rush. Win battles in front of the net. I'd say probably a draw. And I marked special teams too as an area. And I told you that this would be a high scoring game. But I still cannot believe that the Golden Knights were a minus 175 favorite to win the game. It was on the road. It was against a team that was improving. And I just didn't understand that line. I just remember when Peter DeBoer said, yesterday right before the game that even though players are returning it does not ensure instant success the golden knights have to get back into shape they need to get their timing down and this could take a little bit more time than we think coming up next nick haig couldn't buy a goal more after this on locked on golden knights Here's the lineup I'm up against in Stat Heroes Real Uncle Pauly setters only. Evgeny Kuznetsov, Sebastian Ajo, and Elias Lindholm, projected to have 55.10 points. I have chosen Alexander Barkov, Connor McDavid, and Patrice Bergeron, and I feel really good. I've got a good chance to win. No one plays daily fantasy sports to lose. Winning feels so much better. But traditional fantasy sports are a long-term losing proposition because you never know who or what you are up against. Stat Hero is the first of its kind daily fantasy sports platform where it's you versus the house in head-to-head fantasy matchups. Winner take all. And here's the crazy part. Stat Hero shows you the lineups before you play and you handpick the team that you want to face one-on-one. Why? Because you don't have to compete against thousands 
thousands of experts or unknowns. Stat Hero puts you in control of your fate. Stat Hero is head to head what fantasy should be, one on one. Sign up free right now at stathero slash hockey and use the promo code hockey in all caps for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero slash hockey. See promo code hockey, all caps, for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash hockey. Use the promo code hockey. Terms and conditions apply. One golden knight that had a rough game last night was Nick Hague. Not that he played so poorly, he just had three point-blank shots at least on Stolars of the Ducks that could not get through, including at least one empty net that was saved. Hague with six shots on goal last night. Max Pacioretty had eight shots on goal for VGK in just his third game back. And Chandler Stevenson, who was the hottest player perhaps for the Golden Knights, had no points and no shots on goal for VGK. Pete DeBoer said the first goal scored by the Ducks put VGK on its heels a little. He said at the end of the night, you score four or five goals and you should win. He said the Golden Knights' attention to detail was not good enough. And he said that the team has a formula that works, but that doesn't include giving up five or six goals. He was disappointed in the defensive lapses by VGK. Even though it was just a one-goal difference, Pete DeBoer was upset that the Golden Knights put themselves in that position. DeBoer was feeling good before the game and knew that it would not be easy. He felt that the team could have responded better. There was just too much open ice and a very skilled Anaheim team. DeBoer said they haven't been in many games like this with shootouts and high-scoring affairs. Anaheim won for just the second time in 11 games at the Pond against VGK, and the rematch is coming up on New Year's Eve day. Matthias Janmark said following the game that the Golden Knights came out slow and their first period was worse than the second, but Anaheim was not rewarded, did not cash in. He said that he didn't know why VGK came out slow and that they need to play their game. He said the team has been putting itself in a lot of holes lately. Well, when the Golden Knights had all those games and they rallied and they came back with big second period outbursts, they relied too heavily, I feel, on coming back in those games and you knew that it could bite them again. Janmark scored on the Trevor Zegras turnover and he had a pretty good game. It's been a topic on this show before. VGK finds a way to score goals very, very late in periods. And last night, Zach Whitecloud scored the late shorthanded goal, which is 12 seconds to go in the second period, and that gave VGK some life. The Golden Knights were trailing 4-1, to and they made it a 4-2 to game right at the time where they were headed into the locker room for the second intermission. And you could sense that it was a momentum boost because VGK comes out in the third period, and that's when Matthias Janmark made it a one-goal deficit just two minutes into the third period, and then VGK traded goals with the Ducks the rest of the way. Riley Smith's goal came with just 29 seconds remaining in the game, and that made it a 6-5 to game. It was the eighth time this season that the Golden Knights have scored a goal late in a period. Eight times they've done this, and we've talked about it, and they have a knack of doing this. The latest the Golden Knights have scored a late goal in a period was when VGK had that uh, goal earlier this season with seven seconds remaining, and that was Jonathan Marcheseau's goal, the game winner against the Wild in the second period in the 3-2 to final. If Kenny Dodanoff had a goal with just 14 seconds to go against Vancouver, and Alex Petrangelo had a goal against the Kraken with 16 seconds remaining in a period. All eight of those goals coming within the final minute of a period, and I did not count the empty net goals. Wednesday night, one area that the Golden Knights excelled in was winning faceoffs. The Golden Knights won 48 out of 77 faceoffs. Didn't you get the feeling that they lost some key faceoffs, however, in their own defensive end? VGK was out hit again, out hit again, 23 to 15. 
The Golden Knights need some grit in the lineup, I swear. VGK was out hit by Nashville a couple of games ago. Remember the Nashville game? 23-6. Defensively, the Golden Knights did hold the Ducks to some nine minutes without a shot on net. That was between the first and the second periods before the Troy Terry tic-tac-toe goal. And VGK did have 15 giveaways in the game, a number that cannot sit well with Peter DeBoer. After watching Anaheim a couple of nights, I have to say that I believe that Trevor Zegras is bound to be a superstar in this league. He creates shots along with Troy Terry, the were formidable one-two punch for the Ducks. Zegras is 20 years old, Terry is 24. Remember last year when the Ducks organization sent Zegras to the AHL to the San Diego Gulls? At the time, they said that they wanted Zegras to get a little bit more time at his natural position at center. He played with the Ducks for a while as a winger and he had a difficult transition. The The time that he spent in the minors definitely helped. He is among the rookie leaders now in several categories. He was the ninth overall pick in the 2019 NHL draft. And I have to wonder what Robin Leonard was thinking when Zegers tried to go between his legs on him last night. Leonard came up with a save on what was a spectacular play. Zegers assisted on three goals, however, last night, even though he couldn't score. And he sometimes even double shifted as he filled in in the game for an injured captain, Ryan Getzloff. Zegers had 10 shots on goal over the back-to-back games against the Kings and VGK. Coming up next, the Locked On NHL Power Rankings are out. We will see where the Golden Knights land right after this on Locked On Golden Knights. Got beard? Get primal. You heard me. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that guy who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with product. Primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Their goal is to help others look good and live healthier lives through the use of natural oils. The products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and with low impact on our planet. Primal Origin makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as the best-feeling beard products available. This is due to the exotic carrier blend with oils like raspberry seed, rosehip, and chia seed oil. All products are fair trade certified and handcrafted in the U.S. Check out PrimalOriginOils.com to learn more about the full line of beard care products. Use the code LOCKEDON for a 20% discount at checkout. The combo kits make a great holiday gift, and if you're shopping for yourself, you'll be glad you did. PrimalOriginOils.com Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your favorite sports. Bet online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps, LOCKEDON in all caps to receive your bonus. BetOnline has NHL lines, pro and college hoops, boxing, UFC, and even all of your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available during the 2021 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen. We are free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Did you notice that the Ducks kept shooting high, going top shelf on Robin Leonard? Did they perhaps detect a weakness there? Does Robin Leonard drop down too quickly, perhaps? I don't know. I'm just asking. Leonard said that the performance was far from good enough, including himself. He said that's not Vegas hockey. When a lot of the guys were out, he said that the team was cloying. He also said that they need to be better, and he said that he has to get better, too. 
There were just far too many mistakes, but he added that there's no worry. He said, we know how to play, and we just have to do it. We just have to know how to do it. Robin Leonard has made some big plays for VGK this season and some clutch plays. However, a couple of times during about a minute span or so, Leonard first didn't move for the puck just to the side of the net, and Jamie Drysdale outskated him, skated down ice to receive it. Maybe Leonard was tired, but there was a little effort, and then he lost Drysdale in front of the net, and that resulted in a goal. The entry through the neutral zone was just too easy last night, and Leonard said that VGK has to figure out what's happening, what's going on with the odd man rushes and the breakaways, and it's happening all too frequently. The Golden Knights forced Anaheim wide in the first period. They clogged up the middle lanes, if you recall, but that was abandoned in the second period as the ice became wide open, and VGK was playing from behind, trying to be more offensive, I felt. On the other end of the ice, I have to say that I was impressed with Anthony Stolarz, who is 6'6". He's very athletic, and he's nimble for a big guy. I felt his save of the game was on a Riley Smith breakaway, and he stoned him. He stopped 13 shots in the first period. Stolarz has now won three straight, and it's nice to get goaltending like that and a win without having to press John Gibson back into action a night after he played in Los Angeles. The Golden Knights had a goal taken off the board, and it was very quick and easy for the refs to call. If Genny Danoff barreled into Stolarz when he scored a goal. The refs wiped that goal off of the board, and they sent Dodonoff to the penalty box for goalie interference. Will Carrier was able to beat Stolarz, but that was on a three-on-one breakaway for VGK. Stolarz played very well for the Ducks late last season, and he earned a spot on the roster. The locked-on NHL power rankings for this week were released on Wednesday. The Golden Knights moved up in the locked-on power rankings, and they moved up two spots to number 13. I voted VGK 15th in my latest poll. The Golden Knights have moved up from 18th to 13th in the ESPN ranking. In the locked-on poll, the Panthers, Canes, Leafs, Capitals, and Oilers are the top five. The Ducks were 12th this past week, ranked ahead of VGK. I feel that they will move up a surprisingly good team. They host the Flames this week before Calgary will be headed to Las Vegas, and that would be a good gauge to see where the Ducks are at. Thanks for making Locked On Golden Knights your first listen every day. On tomorrow's show, we will preview the weekend games in Phoenix and at home against Calgary. Now make your second listen Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. I'm Tony Cardasco. Have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Take care.